Hey everybody, welcome into episode four of Thoughts of an SDR. My name is Maxim Fisher and today we're going to speak a little bit about LinkedIn, some do's and don'ts, uh, some trends that I've seen, some things that caught my interest this week. Uh, I spent a lot of time on there for my job. I'm sure a lot of you guys do as well. If it's not just for formal prospecting, you probably also spend a good deal of time on there just playing around, looking at the feed, answering polls, um, seeing all these LinkedIn influencer posts that are always out there. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about if that's too exhausting for audiences, if people are getting tired of seeing so many posts from the same people repeatedly, what kind of effect that's having um, on the individuals who post so frequently like this. Um, so without further ado, let's just jump right in. And so the inspiration behind this particular episode uh, was a post that I came across this morning, which was a person who has a pretty healthy um view rate right for for their posts on linkedin they do pretty well for themselves but they're by no means one of those mega influencers or anything like that the post said that he posted every single day for four weeks straight to gauge whether or not more people would be driven to his page or not so he's testing to see if linkedin actually has an algorithm that works for everybody or if the algorithm for driving more traffic to your individual profiles thus increasing connections and messaging and things like that is only reserved for specific influential people say your mark cubans of the world people who uh we all want to follow and listen and hear what they have to say from a business standpoint um, what i found incredibly interesting is that at the bottom of this post he basically states that he's seen no real change um to his viewership on his profile um, even though he had a much higher volume of posts, right? Every single day for four weeks straight, he posted, which is very difficult with, you know, coming up with or get or original content um, for every single one of those days. It's incredibly hard to do that, especially if you're just doing so to see if you're improving the people who are paying a visit to your, to your full profile. Uh, so he saw no real change. And what this means to him is that LinkedIn has an algorithm that is catered towards specific influential people. Um, and that's the people who are going to be getting more and more of those profile visits as they ramp up the amount of time that they post. For a regular person, regardless if you post every single day or a few times a week over that duration of four weeks, you probably have around the same viewership of your profile. So that I thought that was incredibly interesting. It just kind of shows you that if you are investing all this time on a daily basis and find yourself struggling to maintain that pace, you don't really need to do so, especially as an SDR, if you're somebody who's trying to draw attention to yourself and your brand or your company um, by posting over and over again, you may be exhausting your audience. And that leads me into the second post that I saw that is kind of supportive of this episode. It was actually a poll that I took part in. I'll be happy to tell you what my vote was. The post said, um, the, the headline was along the lines of as an audience member, so just a general person in LinkedIn, how do you feel about daily LinkedIn posting as a principal, right? So how do you feel when you see the same people posting every single day on your feed, clogging up your, your feed? You can kind of tell where I'm going with this already. The options were if the post isn't whack, so if it's not, you know, in a poor post, then sure, why not post every day? 
The second option was the daily content must be great, but a thumbs up for it. So it's got to be good posts if you're going to do it daily. And then the third one was daily is spammy. Three times a week is preferred. And then the final option was one time a week max. Less noise, please. Everyone's tired of seeing this over and over and over again. So my um, response was number three or C, right? So I picked the daily is spammy. I don't like my feed being clogged with the same person over and over and over again. Um, but three times a week keeps my finger on the pulse. It's not overkill. Um, I'm sure there'll be extraneous posts in those three that I don't really want to watch, but I have that option and you're not always bombarding my feed. You know, I really appreciate LinkedIn for the diversity of topics that are covered. And if it's just one person dominating over and over and over again, it gets really frustrating to see that. And, and it's, you're not really invested in a person like that. Um, it's definitely somebody's full-time planned out gig if they're doing that over and over and over again. For example, I have a couple of connections that, you know, you look back on now as you were trying to grow your network and they were people who, you know, thought were genuine and produced good content. But really, they were just people who this is what they do is they follow a ton and ton of people. They roll out content. This is basically their full time gig. They'll label themselves as marketers or whatever the case may be just to get you uh, in the door, so to speak. And it's effectively a sales tactic. Um, and so they'll post over and over and over again what their opinions are on X, Y, Z. It could be anything. Um, but it's, you know, if you're not invested in them like that or if you don't know them or support them on a personal basis, it can become overkill and exhausting as an audience. And those are the people that I tend to unfollow over time. I appreciate helpful advice. I appreciate real stories on LinkedIn. I want actual accounts not you know made up stories that seem to be feel good stories type thing um I, I i just don't like seeing that i need something that pertains to me and i think that's where linkedin can be you know manipulated and i think that people are using it um uh, in the in an improper way so now to jump into how to best effectively use it from an sdr perspective because this is an sdr podcast and we'll kind of circle the wagons here um, I use it on a day-to-day -day for a lot of different things. Uh, obviously, the main thing is sending connections, it's connection invites, as well as in-mail because I am a salesperson, so I do have access to um, the sales suite basically for LinkedIn. So I'm able to use that in the sales navigator and send in-mail. I think I get 30 a month and then you're maxed out, right? And then you can only send uh, messages between other uh, LinkedIn Prime or whatever that uh, higher membership is. Um, so I use it for, for that a lot, you know, connecting with my prospects, letting them know that, hey, I'm here, I'm following you from a business perspective. Um, but, you know, a way to combat running out of those 30 end mails is sending that initial message when you connect with somebody. It gives you that option. Um, always send something. You know, I think here is an opportunity for you to be genuine. You know, if you're in a role as an SDR where you have to pump it out and you're hitting hundreds and hundreds of people, maybe you have something more scripted that you can copy and paste in and then change a couple of details. If you're not, if you have a smaller client list and you're prospecting, you know, is 10 to 20 people a day, these can be super personalized. Um, another tactic that we've thought about using here is instead of actually pushing a sale on the front end saying, Hey, here's my product. Here's what I'm offering, asking for another action. So, you know, rather than hitting them with, Hey, do you want to buy X, Y, Z? Hey, can I shoot you an email that speaks a little bit more about X, Y, and Z. And that way, you know, you're asking for time. Um, you're 
you're getting ahead of that objection of not wanting to just answer a salesperson on LinkedIn. Uh, so it's definitely worth a shot if you haven't tried that already. Another thing that I've experimented with in the past is attaching links. You know, you can do that on InMail. It gets tricky when you're trying to embed videos unless you're already connected with somebody, then you can send the link to a video and it might come up as a GIF after you send it. Um, but there's just certain things that you can and can't do on LinkedIn. Um, and so you have to kind of decide and make that decision about how you want to use it. Do you want to use it to bulk post? Do you want to use it to, you know, actually invest in other people with your connections and all that? Or do you want to use it in a way to ask for time? And I think that there's no real correct way in using it. But the biggest things that, that it comes down to from a LinkedIn perspective is don't overload your audience right? Don't, you know, your audience, you know, yourself, you know, your genuine posts, stay true to that. You don't have to post a ton of times. Uh, but if you produce meaningful content, people are going to resonate with it. If you try to overload for the sake of overloading, people are going to notice that really quickly and see right through it. Um, look out for bots out there. There's always people who are just trying to connect with you for the heck of it. This is an opportunity for you to ignore, make LinkedIn a better place by saying that you don't know them. Um, keep it clean. It's super important. I've, I've also been seeing LinkedIn getting super, super political. I mean, I know the election is coming up soon, uh, but my goodness, it has become super flooded with political messaging uh, both ways. And it's just, you know, at what point is it going to stop becoming more like a Facebook and remain a networking tool? Because the more and more posts that are extraneous to business, that that end up on LinkedIn, the more and more it's going to end up like a Facebook. And I think we're already starting to see that shift now where you see a lot of lifestyle posts on there. You know, you don't see a lot of personal imagery and pictures as you do on personal personal social social networking platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Snapchat. But you're starting to more and more see, you know, less real genuine videos and more spammy type things that you would see on Facebook in its earlier days. Um, you know, things like that, that are just not really helpful from a business perspective. So LinkedIn is a crazy world that I could talk about for hours because there's just so many different dimensions to it. And there's so many different kinds of people on it and how people are using it. You know, if I had to leave you with just a one liner, you know, keep it clean, concise and meaningful. That's really what it is. Um, I think that if you provide original content, people are going to resonate with it. Uh, if you do so on a daily basis, you can come off as you know spammy or as not genuine, or you may even struggle to keep up that kind of pace. So definitely tons of ways to use it. I hope that this was helpful from any sense in terms of using LinkedIn because there's just so many ways to do so. If you have any questions or comments, as always, feel free to reach out directly to me. Uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, shoot me a message there always approachable. Uh, but thank you guys so much for listening into episode four. We are on a roll here. We've gotten great viewership on these first three episodes, and I'm excited to see how many people tune into episode four. And we'll just keep on rolling these out. So thank you guys again. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care.